0: This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers.
2: All right, welcome back to The Handmade Podcast, episode
1: 18. 18.
2: 18. I'm back. I'm back. So here's what happened, right? Derek and Paul, they signed a petition to get rid of me. And it didn't go through. Um, they, they failed at their vote. And now I'm back. I'm back in charge. <laughs> how did, who how did who let them out of the that closet? Seat?
0: That's what I want to know.
2: Let me out of the box. They let me off the airplane. I'm out of my quarantine. <laughs> well, let's get right into it. What's been going on, guys? Paul, what do you got going on?
1: Um, I've been doing a lot of work on my new CNC from Avid. Um, today i finished putting most of it together the whole thing's pretty much built i only have the actual like torch holder and then a couple like wiring things to finish up and i got to get another computer to like put next to it and get that all set up with all the software um, and then I picked up a hypotherm 105 um, plasma cutter today which is like the biggest one i could fit on there um, and hopefully that'll be hooked up soon i was just telling you guys before that my air compressor is finally going to get figured out I just ordered an, uh, a new compressor switch because the first one I got didn't work well it did work but it didn't work with that particular compressor the pressure was too the pressure limit was too high and the compressor switch wouldn't turn off and the, this the uh, safety valve would blow so mm-hmm. I had to get a different compressor switch and that should be coming soon so hopefully by the end of the week I think I'll be up and running with that plasma cutter with the whole plasma table. Nice.
2: That's exciting. What's the capacity on a machine torch on that plasma cutter?
1: Um, it's 7, 8. I was just looking at it today. It's. A, it can cut um, cleanly just a little with a handheld torch, inch and a quarter. I think wow. it could like sever inch and a half or even more, but it can only pierce 7 eighths. So I think I'm going to be limited to about seven-eighths on the table, maybe three-quarter probably, realistically probably three-quarter.
0: What do you cut mostly? Like what size? Like structural stuff, what's that? I mean, I'm three sure eighths, it varies, but.
1: It's three-eighths, half-inch, three-quarter, and mm. then inch for really big stuff. Mm. But if anything, like the, the job I have coming up, all the base plates are inch thick, but I'm just going to have those made because they're they're all the same and they're all really big. And I don't even know mm. if I'd want to put a piece of inch plate on this table. Like the thing would probably the plate would probably weigh a couple thousand pounds. So I don't know if I want to do that. So I'll have yeah. those made, but everything else I can make. All the regular base plates that are normally three quarters, I can make. All the clips and all the different parts that are half inch and three eighths, I can make easily. So that mm. should be good.
2: Yeah, you. I think I think you'll find that. So I, I just recently cut half inch on mine for the first time. And uh-huh. um, you know it was still pretty fast. I think I was cutting at fifteen inches per minute, but uh-huh. I only imagine that if I was cutting any slower, that the just the like the time it would take, it would almost and the amount of amount it's going to co- amount it would cost you in like consumable because you burn through your consumables faster when you cut at that super high amperage. Yeah, like, what the electricity would run. It almost would probably be cheaper to just have them fabricated. To avoid having to deal with like, like you said, moving the plate, you know, and just putting that kind of wear and tear on your machine because yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, I cut one inch plate freehand with my tomahawk. Um, I've cut it a bunch of times, and I have to cut at uh, eight inches per minute with a handheld torch. Oh wow! And it's like That's it doesn't. Slow. It doesn't. That's
0: spin. real slow. It's
2: real. I mean, and when you're doing that by hand, you're like mm. cooking yourself because you're, you know hand pulling a torch at eight inches per minute and it's running at 80 amps so it's like really like trying to burn through that material but yeah paul that thing is going to change the game for you man it's really going to be uh it's going to be crazy you're just going to want to never like cut a cut on a bandsaw again you're going to want to cut every single thing with the
1: uh plasma table yeah no yeah why why would i ever do something like that unless it's just one quick thing like, I'll still use the iron worker and stuff. Like, there's plenty of things where I'll be making one or two brackets where it's not worth, you know, making a whole 3D model and bringing it over to the computer and putting it on the table. But for other things, it's going to be, you know, so easy. I don't know. It's, you kind of have to have one of these things if you want to compete today. Yeah. Everything's, everything's all automated. And this is like the very, you know, minimal. Like the, the very minimum of like automation you can have in like a steel shop. Like this is the beginning, and then there's so much you know crazier stuff that these big steel shops have. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
2: What I've been experimenting with with mine is um, so on thicker plate the holes that I mean at least with with my with my machine um, and the kind of like novice information that I have is you know getting accurate holes in thicker plate. I'm having a little bit of trouble with. So what I've been experimenting with is doing a pierce point and then punching the hole out with the iron worker.
1: Oh, I see. But
2: so my only concern with that is that you inherently, you you harden the material a little bit with that plasma torch. And I'm afraid that I'm going to have a like a failure on one of my punches because I made the plate hard with the plasma torch. And then when I go to punch it, um, I read like a horror story. When I first got my iron worker, I was reading a story about a guy who made a uh, fixture plate for his iron worker. And he was, I don't know why people do this in forums, but some random guy decides to chime in and talk about how, when he worked in an iron working shop, somebody brought in a piece of plate and asked them to punch some holes. And on the first hole, he didn't realize the plate was hardened and the punch shattered and went into his gut. Oh, he woke so up in true. the hospital with like a, essentially a bullet wound cause he had a piece of the punch go like right into his abdomen. Holy. Oh, my uh, God. and now whenever I punch a piece of unknown material, I just hold a piece of plate like in, in between me and the punching unit. Yeah. Which so does shatter. It'll hit the plate, you know? Uh huh. Um, but, um, yeah, that's something that you'll figure Paul is like the combination of the iron worker and the, and the plasma table. You can, fabricate anything. It's yeah.
1: amazing. Now I need a press break. Cause if you have a press break in the plasma table, you know, you could do a ton of stuff, but I was just looking as you were talking, looking up the specifications on this hypotherm unit. And it says for mild steel, three quarters of an inch thick, it says to run at 40 inches a minute. Wow. It says for quarter inch steel, you run at 192 inches per minute.
2: Now is that with a machine torch or a hand torch?
1: This is with the machine. This is um for CNC, I think.
2: Hmm. What
1: yeah, does it say? It says one oh five across the board for everything. You oh just, wow! Yeah, so it's saying run it like full blast. Just um, I guess just change the inches per minute, the, the, the travel speed. speed. Yeah, which is interesting.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. My my unit's an eighty amp unit, so I run it around like seventy amps. Um if I'm cutting up to half inch and I slow my speed uh-huh. down a lot. Um, I don't, I don't know what you'll learn about is the, the angle of the cut that you get. Yeah. going slower. You get a different angle. I don't know, but it's honestly, it's so funny because the, the hardest part of what we're trying to figure out with our plasma tables is like the absolute beginning of what Derek had to figure out with his CNC. Oh yeah. CNC is so yeah. much more complicated. It's gotta yeah. Be. So You're Derek, three dimensions. Yeah. So Derek, what have you learned on your CNC this week because I'm sure there's something.
0: I got a wrench thrown in it this week. I had spoken with somebody from uh, avid and they were like you know just trying to give me a couple lessons about speeds and feeds and I' tell you it's sometimes you just get more confused the more you try to learn but um, it it was you know and it's funny I was that actually that bit I was I was holding a bit up earlier to show these guys a brand new bit I just broke. And what happened with that was, I was doing some speeds and um, on straight cuts, and I was got I got it up to like 500 inches a minute, and three quarter inch plywood at like a quarter inch quarter inch depth of cut, and I forgot to turn it down. So I went to cut something, <laughs> a piece of maple, and I tried to cut it at 500 inches a minute, and it oh went about God. three inches. Yeah. <laughs> And shattered. I couldn't hit the stop button fast enough. I hit start, and it uh, it just shattered, and it, it it was it was loud. But you know, it wasn't the end of the world. It it you know, I lost the bit. I just ordered a new one. But it's um you know, so I, I learned that the machine can go fast, and I learned that you got to remember to turn it down. But it's um you know, it just. I'm trying to stop, and his advice was it was uh, Corey. It's funny, I said I just found another piece of the bit. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, he was saying, you know, you got to stop listening to other people because what's good for some people isn't good for your machine, and he's right, you know. because – You know, people have different setups, they have different spindles, they have different materials, and, you know, they tell you one thing, and it just, everything varies so much, you know, if it's plywood, if it's MDF, if it's hardwood, softwood, you know, um, so I gotta just really, that's what I've been trying to do, spend some time with that. I um, also, uh, I was, I had, I took a trip down to Total Boat last Friday. And um, they were great down there, so thank you to everybody at Total Boat. But um, I was uh, – Jeff had made me a mug on their laser cutter. And I tell you, that thing, those are just amazing, the laser cutters, to see those go. And it just – it's funny. He was programming it, and he um, – I think he used to either Photoshop or Illustrator to program it. And then he was, like, put it into, like – it wasn't Lightroom, I forget, what Lightscape or something. I, I forget what it is. But I'm saying to myself, like, oh, man, do I even want to start to learn like another new thing? But it's, um, you know, just to see the thing operate, though, it was just it was so cool to see. I I definitely want to get one of those, too. But I'm thinking like, man, this is going to be like another whole can of worms to learn. But I'm like, you know what? Other people do it and other people learn it. So I guess I could, you know. Well, you'll never you'll never
2: you'll never think that you wish you didn't know how to use it. You know, you'll never like look back at your life and go like, oh, I wish I never learned how to use a laser.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's funny because it's like, you know, I I think like, oh, man, I'm getting old. I want to bother. But I'm thinking like, you know, 10 years from now, I'll be like, wow, I was pretty young when I learned how to do that, you know. But it's like, I don't know. It just um, I'm just more interested in it, too. Like I just uh, it was cool. It was cool to see. But I tell you, I learned a lot of things down there as well. I learned that the mistakes I was making on that mirror were self-induced. It wasn't the epoxy. It was, I was cleaning that thing with, um, after talking with Kristen down there, I was cleaning the wood with mineral spirits. And I guess that's a big no-no. And, um, I think that was what was causing all my issues with that. So it was a good trip down there, um you know, it's uh, learned a little bit of everything, but um, I'm looking at the one I'm working on now just to see if that one's screwed up, but it's not. It's looking good. So, <laughs> And I'm they've got a whole one.
2: like maker space they've built out down there. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It's closed now because of COVID, but what a great space they have down there. Mike took part of their warehouse, I think it was, and uh, he converted it into a maker space. They have a couple CNC machines down there. They have the laser cutter. You know, it's like a woodworking shop, and then they have just this huge epoxy place that you can just do all kinds of pours. They can do videos, and uh, it, it's a great space. It's just really well done, and they're, they're doing you know really good down there with you know everybody being home and you know people making things. um You know, they're, they're just a lot of people buying this stuff, and it's such a huge operation. It's just funny. It's like a, you don't think. Well, I didn't think it was as big as it is but they have a huge warehouse they just have everything you could possibly need to you know for epoxies and you know obviously for boat stuff as well but um just epoxy stuff it was just it was just really cool i I wanted to get on there just to learn a little bit more because they have so many different you know resins and hardeners and this and that i get so confused i don't use a lot of that stuff and uh I figure I just need to learn how to use it the right way, especially like if I'm posting about it on Instagram, I want to be able to give the right information to people, you know, not be like, oh, look what I did. And then be like, oh, shit, I screwed it up, you know. But, uh, you know, so it's been a it's been a good week, you know.
1: It'd be funny if they were like backing like pallet like truckloads of colored pencils into the makerspace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like go along yeah, with the epoxy. Yeah, they have they have a, unloading they, like pallets of yeah, Crayola. Yeah, they
0: have a colored pencil factory next door. Yeah. They just ship them together. Geez, imagine that if you bought stock in the colored pencil thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> colored, colored like, pencils oh, and like and like slabs of live edge slabs of yeah water.
0: yeah. I know it's so funny because
1: and those it, hairpin legs yeah yeah oh
0: yeah it goes, goes without Just saying those little
1: shitty hairpin legs yeah. that you screw into the bottom of the tables yeah yeah but you no know, it always makes when me it comes to that etsy membership yeah
0: <laughs> it is the river tables like people uh, like oh those things are like so shitty and stuff and i'll you know, it's like they're not really like my thing but like some people do like Unbelievable jobs on those, like you know, like the things, like I was looking at uh, some of the posts Jess Crow is doing, and like I don't think people realize, like when she makes a river table, it's like a legitimate river table, like the yeah. it's like sand water. This fish, it's a river oh, going funny. through the table. Yeah,
2: you got to watch her her Instagram videos. Yeah, though. she's
0: been painting fish in. She yeah. Oh wait, I've
1: seen that. I've yeah. seen. Yeah, that.
0: she's doing like that's a little cool. ser- Yeah, she's doing like a little series. She's doing like every step of it. And it's unbelievable. Like I, I don't know if she posts like how long it takes because I'm sure she has a couple going at the same time. But um her new shop, man, you see the pictures of I her saw new that. shop it's unbelievable. Cool. It's just
1: so nice. It's, I think uh, people are ripping off her waves. Her oh wave yeah. yeah because on TikTok, I saw on tick, you know, on TikTok, yeah, of course. Yeah. Some other girl like doing the same exact shit with yeah, the, yeah a yeah. gun or whatever but what are yeah. you gonna do well she
2: th- teaches that as a class yeah. so it's yeah. not oh, like she's trying to oh, hold on yeah. to it i think like know?
0: at first it was like she thought of it as like her thing but i think as time goes on it's
1: kind of hard to like yeah you know, it's not something like you can pack like a and technique she realizes
0: yeah. like you know hey share the wealth and you know everybody enjoys it and they buy the maker poxy and you know life goes on but no it is um the the painting she does at those tables though it's just really incredible to watch but it's got to just be take forever to do I mean mm. it's just it's just unbelievable you know all those different layers and stuff
1: but how cold do you think it is in Alaska right now oh, I don't know dude, it's, it's weird, gotta though, be cold
0: sun. yeah and
1: yeah. there's gotta be no sun because. Which McCall just happened? Yeah. Daylight savings, which yeah. I think is the stupidest thing in the world. Worst thing we've done. Yesterday it was <laughs> like 415 and it was dark out. I'm like, this sucks. Whose idea I'll was be this?
0: You, the only yesterday was the first time I was ever excited about daylight savings time. I got really? call, I got called into work. And I did not want to work. And I start at 730. And we start when we leave our house because we're home garage. And so I get the call. They're like, you want to work? I'm like, yeah, I'll work. So I get up. I look at the clock. It's 730. I'm like, shit, I got to like get going. And then I looked at the other clock. And it had changed. And it was 630. I was like, oh, this is great. So I got an extra hour to just like have a cup of coffee, take a shower, get ready. Yeah, It's only totally so good for excited. a day. But and then it's it going to suck at, in six yeah, months. I was going to say it sucked at 3.30 when it was starting to get dark out. Or uh, next,
1: you know, in six yeah. months. when it, you're, Is it every six months? Is that what it is? Or is Yeah, it,
0: but after like in another yeah. month and a half, the days will already start getting longer. And slower, No, no, no I
1: know. But then when you, when you lose that. Oh, yeah, right? yes, yes, yes. When you and you got to wake yeah. up extra early. Yeah, yeah. I don't even so. know what it was for. It's something with like farming. But, yeah,
0: so you, so you got more daylight during yeah. the day.
1: You know but. what? I don't farm. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> so
0: some states I, have gotten rid of it. There are yeah, states. Yeah, yeah have my, friend, it. It. Yeah.
1: my yeah. friend was telling me, like, is it Arizona or something? They just don't. Yeah, yeah, smart. yeah, yeah a lot of places don't bother with it. So anymore. I think yeah. our
2: political aspiration should just be to rise to the top so that we can abolish daylight savings time and then yeah. just resign. Do
0: you know yeah. if Biden or Trump is for it? Because I got to vote tomorrow. Yeah, so I don't right, know. Imagine, imagine, it, I'm imagine if
2: you went to like, like a, like a, a debate, and you waited like you spent like months, like through the yeah. vetting process, yeah, and you yeah, get yeah. up there and you have like a prepared question that they've approved, and then you go, "Listen, Dude. let's talk about daylight savings time." Yeah. Yeah. time. You just think are we are we getting
1: rid of that <laughs> shit, or
0: what? <laughs> Isn't there? There's two brothers that do that. <laughs> I think they're from California or something. Mm-hmm. They go to all the city council oh, meetings. Oh, there's two like bros. Yeah, 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 they yeah. Talk about like Yeah, they're on Howard Stern.
1: Yeah, 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 they talk about the stupid rules. They They talk about like
2: waves, like surfing,
1: like uh, the party. One of them kind of looks like Macklin.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Macklin.
1: That's so funny. Oh my god, some people are funny. Yeah, I don't know, people. There are there's so many funny people on the internet. It's crazy the shit Mm -hmm. you see. Mm
0: -hmm. People
1: are so good. Like I'm wondering, like or t- like tv's definitely going away like yes. movies like reality show like there's too much good shit on the internet like who's going to watch all this other stuff i don't know it's like mm-hmm. so there's so much constant entertainment
2: i was um i mean i guess i could talk about what i did last week i was uh connected to the comedian andrew schultz by uh, our friend ben ueda and i I knew of Andrew just from his Instagram and one of the things when I was kind of going through his Instagram was when he hit a million followers on Instagram, he wrote a whole post about how he's been able to build this brand for himself using Instagram and like without having any corporate affiliations, No, nobody's telling him what he can write jokes about and he's been able to build this empire. It's like, that's the future right there. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: he's- I, I've, I've like known about him and I've heard, listened to him on a bunch of podcasts and stuff. He doesn't, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have like, I think he doesn't have like a manager or an agent or something. He kind of just does everything on his own. Like it was, it's cool. He posted like normally com, uh, comedians put their specials out. They try to get them on like Netflix or, or um, comedy central or Showtime. And he just put his, I think on YouTube or something. Yeah. Or he did a bunch Instagram of like special, YouTube, Yeah. Yeah. And they got like way more views, you know, and, and he's smart. He's a smart guy. He's funny too.
0: Yeah. What's his Instagram? Is it just his name? I think, yeah, it's, I think it's Andrew, Andrew Schultz. Still.
2: Um. Yeah. And uh, like, you know, super nice guy, really like humble down to earth. And you can tell that like everything that him and his like team of people do is just, they just, you know, have a good time. You know, it's like, it's, it's no different than like any kind of other group of guys hanging out. And, but instead of know like kind of bullshitting about current events they're they're writing down what they're saying and they're refining it you know Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah no so that's that's what i did I, i got back from arizona on tuesday night we got back uh we got back home back to the house around like 11 the next day i had to uh get all my stuff together and then macklin and i went out to andrew's studio and we built uh we had to build something inside of his studio for something that he's got coming up, but it was like a, it was one of those like, you know, in and out kind of jobs. We got there around five o'clock and we were there till one. We were from 5. PM till one in the morning. Then we both went home. We both had work the next day. And then I went back the following day and just like finished painting it. Um, and got it all finished up and it worked out really good. So hopefully I get to do more kind of work with, uh, with him and his team. But yeah, no, that's a, How's it? I was on vacation and then I went right back to work. No rest, you know.
0: Yeah, that's the way it works sometimes. It, it never sucks.
1: ends.
2: It was fun though, you know. It was like it was a good, uh, it, it like it kind of woke me back up, you know, because like I was I was out for a couple of days and then to come back and just immediately have to focus back in. Um, it
0: was a good one. So yeah, you, you know, it's funny. Back to what Paul was saying about like all the good things on YouTube. I've been trying to find new content because I'm just really kind of getting bored everybody I know I love you but it's just like see, watching the same people I'm just it becomes kind of dead, predictable like, yeah yeah <laughs> I feel like it's like just you know talking to the same person over and over so I'm just trying to like broaden my horizons a little bit there's like so many people out there that have like two to three hundred thousand like subscribers on YouTube like and I I consider that a ton considering I don't have five thousand I think I just got four thousand but it's like it's just amazing, like how many people have like I, I consider that a big YouTube channel. Like you have like anything over one hundred thousand, I think is big, you know. And um, it's just it's just amazing, like how many like you said, good things that are out of watch on YouTube, you know. And uh, I love it, you know. I, I think it's the best thing ever, you know. I wish I was one of those people, but I am not yet. But it's um, but it is. There is just so many, you know. It, it's just I don't care like what your thing is like there's a lot of people out there posting stuff about it, you know, and it's, it's just, it's so cool. You know, it's so cool to see. So I need to shut this thing off. Yeah. The, Here's the,
2: with the YouTube and like, it's funny cause that was one of the things I was talking to, to Andrew about was, you know, when we finished up this <laughs> project for him, I was like, you know, he was like, what else can you like make for me here? You know? Cause we were talking about like kind of the next thing.
1: I was on everything. I was like, dude, I was
2: like this, like what we built to him. And if you watch it on my Instagram stories, I'm not going to, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't know how much he wants to share. Um, but it was, it was like a simple like carpentry thing. We framed it and we decked it. But I was like, dude, like this is like, like the platform for our project normally, you know, like we would never like, I would never take on a job like this but I did it because I wanted, I did it for the connection and to, you know, get the experience and, you know, be involved with, with you and your team. I was like, well, let's build something like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him about the ramp and I was talking to him about my friend Anthony's channel. And it was so funny because like, you know, the three of us, like we're, we're involved with YouTube. So we know what people's like hook is, right. You know, like you're either selling, You're either selling ads or you're selling merch or whatever. But, you know, it's so funny because a conversation with him is like a conversation with anyone else we know. So where I'm like telling him about my friend Anthony's videos and he's like, oh, that's cool. So he like does the BMX thing and he's like, you know, he edits his own videos. I said, yeah, uh, and his videos get a lot of views, but he always for Anthony, it's important that he uses good music. So he always gets demonetized. Because he always uses like, you know, like new popular, like hit music. Like he's yeah. not going to go on Epidemic and use some like bullshit, you know, like yeah, life is free music.
1: And that's he- why TikTok is amazing because you get to use all the current mm-hmm. music. Like that's how YouTube should be. Yeah. I would be fine. Like if, if you, YouTube- honestly, you don't make any money on YouTube. I would, I should probably just start doing that. But will they, yeah. do you always just get demonetized, but can you still keep posting? Yes. Or will so- you ever get taken down? No. Oh, so I'm going to just do that. Yeah. So the
2: <laughs> new thing is that they just take away your ability to monetize. Oh. Um, because you don't own the rights. But I what don't any money made, anyways? As soon as I told Andrew that, without even skipping a beat, he goes, "Okay, so he's making his money on the merch. Like he knew it. He knew. Yeah, he's got he to making his money somewhere, and that's exactly what Anthony does. He that's what
1: David Dobrik merch. does too. Dude,
2: he sells. Oh my God, the amount of merchandise that that kid. 22 years old, he gets a, a box of sweatshirts and t-shirts. And as soon as the box arrives, he puts them for available on his website. And before he opens the box, they're sold out. I'm like, dude, it's insane. But it was so funny because like people, you know, that are involved in this little world, like, you know, that person's scheme, as soon as you like learn a little bit about their channel. Yeah, you know? And it's, there's so many avenues to make money making content on the internet. It's like, it it's it's just a foolproof future. You know, there's I can't imagine it goes anywhere. I think the worst thing you can invest well, in right now is like TV commercials, you know? Like
1: I was just about right to say, well, That's what they said about it. that's what they probably said about TV though. You always got yeah. a doubt. Da- you can't bank on the internet cuz oh, who knows. Yeah. Things are moving so quick. You just got to say as long as I keep progressing with whatever's new, then it's foolproof. Well, you yeah. can't bank on TV. You no. can
2: put more stock into the internet because the like the the path we're going, it's like two boats and one's just moving a lot faster than the other. You I know? see
1: the internet as being very oversaturated at the moment, mm-hmm. and it's because because it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so oversaturated. Like I wonder what's going to happen. Like, is it going to keep? And I think I don't know. I think like some of the bigger names, you know, like you see it already with like late night you know, shows and stuff, they must have some type of a different deal going on because mm-hmm. like you could watch like om- like almost every bit of Saturday night live on YouTube and there's no way they're just putting that out for, you know, what a normal YouTuber would get paid. There must be some type of deal like that they're getting paid way more off of the AdSense or whatever than, than yeah. some run of the mill YouTuber. There's no way they're doing that.
2: 100%. But, well, there, that's, that's like the thing, like, um, what happened with Logan Paul when he uh-huh. when he did that uh, when he got in trouble with that suicide forest thing yeah.
1: there's a there's <laughs> a,
2: a small group of direct advertising agencies that mm-hmm. deal with the top certain percent of youtube and then very specific youtubers that they actually place and negotiate the ads directly so like somebody like nbc and cnn and saturday saturday night live like they don't just get like the regular ad rate. They get the best of the best. They go to YouTube and they say, Hey, you want to, you want to make money on our ads? Well, we want 50% of that money, not 0.2%. Yeah. Like we're
1: getting, getting, Yeah.
2: so they, it's in their best interest to put all the Saturday night live episodes or whatever. I mean, they always leave like a little bit out.
1: You know, there's always
2: something that you miss by not watching it on the, on the TV, but those companies, I think they definitely have a lot to gain. It's, it's funny because you look at somebody like Joe Rogan who's about to give up or whatever he's doing, you know he's about to essentially no longer utilize his eleven million subscriber YouTube channel,
1: yeah, when he goes
2: exclusively to Spotify, and I wonder, like what does he do with it? Does he keep it in case the Spotify deal like goes bad? I don't know, sell it, you know I, like, I
1: wonder like does he have the whole hundred mil yet? I don't know. I don't like know. I wonder what the deal i wonder what the real details of that dude there's deal like are.
2: 20 youtube videos about that deal and yeah. everyone is speculating because people are saying they think he's getting a hundred million a year other people are saying maybe they think that hundred a hundred million is way undervalued for what he's worth because he could do whatever the hell he wanted he's got a you know 11 million subscribers he's the most popular podcast on the yeah podcast. but
1: yeah and the, the, what's what the youtube subscriber show is like uh uh Less than a quarter of probably his total listeners. Oh, less. So like less. Than if you go 10%. on YouTube and see like a video where you know he's got ten million views, he probably got forty million listener. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Like you, you you'll go on you know Fox or CNN or any you know news channel, and maybe like their top shows get like a couple million viewers. Mm-hmm. Like these some some of these YouTubers, there might be some twenty year old kid or like Joe Rogan getting 10 million, 30 million views or listen. It's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I have a hard time listening to Joe Rogan. I uh, every time I, I, lately, for, I can't do it. I lately
1: I have too, and I used like to isn't like to the first the ten
0: time? minutes just
1: ads? Oh, you just
0: skip then, through that. Yeah, I, but then it's like I I just I, I don't know. I, I just don't enjoy it. I, I don't know. I, I just
2: listened or I, I got like a quarter of the way through the Kanye West one and could, dude, 36 I, minutes in Joe dude, Rogan hasn't spoken yet,
0: dude. It's
1: insane. <laughs> it's just I, Kanye I, West. ranting. I'm little Joe minutes. Rogan. See, Joe Rogan is, I don't know what's up with him. Cause he used to like say whatever the hell he was thinking. He used to bash Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. I remember one episode he was talking about how Kim Kardashian's ass looked like it was a, a loaded diaper. Like, <laughs> and then now he's got like, Kanye West on there talking about how, and one time, you know that Sunday service thing Kanye West does? Yeah. Which is some like weird thing. They all dress in white robes and go like, you know, it's like some church thing. Joe Roy, they were talking about how it looked like it was a cult. Like Kanye's got some cult in the hills of Calabasas. And now Joe Rogan's like, oh, dude, it's beautiful what you're doing. I'm like, okay, Joe, like, let's go back to what you really uh, think. Like, yeah. tell me what you're really thinking. Just Kanye just depends on West
2: <laughs> it's got about great, how many uh, mushrooms he ate that time.
1: Kanye really. West has got great music. I don't love the. I think he's he annoys me. He's got actually really good music though, and I don't even like rap. But he's got, and I guess he's got good clothes. But I don't know. I I don't. I can't listen to the guy. He's like nuts.
2: Yeah, I I only got like I said, like I, I'm not. I didn't stop listening to it, but I just haven't had the the time to get through the whole thing. But like yeah. forty minutes in, he's going on about everything about how he's going to have this two hundred per two hundred thousand yeah. person. Stadium. Some church. And, yeah. And,
1: and when hundred thousand people are are gonna be yeah. in the choir. And
0: and then, he- and, then,
1: and then he'll be like right in the middle of that. He'll be like, so I got this two hundred thousand seat. Arena, and then over in Africa, I'm building this village with that's completely powered off of off of mirrors that sh- I'm like what?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, he's okay. he's uh, listen. I mean, got the,
1: like longest run on sentence like ever. That was the whole podcast. It was like yeah, run on sentence.
2: I gotta finish it, but it, it's interesting. Uh, like when you look back though at a at a uh, social media empire like what Joe Rogan has built. Um, from oh, really yeah. being like kind of the guy, like the beginning guy. But then you think about what is the, what is the, the monetary like value of his brand? Like, and that's what people, if you, if you look into it, um, and it's just an interesting case study to think about where all of these guys are going. Like maybe you're not a podcaster, like, but like maybe Gary a, V.
0: Like how he, yeah. He, yeah, <laughs> how he how he yeah, says like, yeah. Oh, don't worry about how much do you have. Yeah. It's no. like, Oh yeah, Just, as long it's like everybody's got money. Oh, money isn't everything. Yeah, it's like yeah, fuck yeah. you, let me decide. Yeah. You
1: no, he's B's Gary. currently screaming at the camera right now, telling people to go to, yeah. to garage sales so they yeah. can more yeah, side hustle. Yeah, like yeah. $1. I made
0: 50 cents off this. Yeah. You sell 10 million of these at 50 yeah. cents each. Yeah. You shit me. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you keep staying on your couch. Yeah.
2: yeah. Tell your parents they're idiots. Yeah. Tell your teachers yeah. they're idiots. Yeah, No, I'm I'm thinking more certain like the guys each. 12 million. The guys like building that, you know, like the David Dobrik and and um like Mr Beast and all that. Like so these guys are building this like network. So the what you had said Paul was like Where does it go? Right. And I I think eventually it gets like somewhat syndicated to where like you get a more formalized version of what you're doing, or at least maybe you don't do it, but you get the opportunity to do it. You know, like if somebody made a network of, you know, like the top performing, you know, like pranksters on YouTube. It wouldn't be nearly as fun. It would be corporately regulated, but those guys would probably have really nice structured deals that would be, you know, better for them financially. And it would take a lot of the question marks out of it. Because right now, if somebody was, you know, motivated and wanted to like take down someone like David Dobrik with like cyber, whatever, you know, like, Like, hack his channel, delete his videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very frail what these guys have built Mm. because, in like an instant, you could lose it, you know, because they're not all they are, all they have really is like they're, they have a couple social media platforms, you know, like it's not like a TV show. Like, no one could like erase Saturday Night Live, you know, like you can do whatever you wanted to it, but it's so well established on a global scale. So, I just feel like those kind of brands, I just, I wonder where they, how they make sure that they're kind of solid or do they just not care because they've made so much money yeah, that they I, can just I, stop tomorrow
1: and just I do
0: that. whatever they want. Like, like you know? Mr. Beast, like the amount of money he gives away. Like I was thinking that like imagine going to a bank. I was thinking about this the other day at work. Like if I took out like 50 grand. And just like gave it away, right? Like what's the return on it? Right. And then Mm -hmm. like could you build it that fifty grand up into like this big empire? Like, does he have people that like like crunch the numbers like for him to be like you can't do this or you can do this? I think so. I think I I would think you would have to
1: I think he's like like a genius and is can't can't come up with this formula. Like on on how to like how much money he needs to spend and what he needs to do and how to yeah, get the viewers you
0: know, like you know he does a million dollars worth of scratch tickets which you know is great and you know giving the stuff away and it, it is nice like. I'd seen one of them. I'll watch one of the videos once in a while just because I think they're kind of funny sometimes. But yeah, he was giving away a kid like 40 cars. He gave I saw 40 that cars. And it was nice. Like he had the kid give the 40 cars to 40 people he loved, and then he had yeah. to keep one. And so it wasn't like he gave the kid 40 cars, but it's, um, but you know, like I said, it, is it something like that? They're like, hey, you know, you're not going to make any money off this, or hey, you're only going to make 50 grand off it, but you know. Like I often wonder that, like what he's actually making. And, you know, is it the advertisement? Is it the, you know, um, because I guarantee you, you know, he's getting millions of views, you know, every video. So it's like, you know, he gives away a million dollars. Is the million dollars even part of the equation? It's like I'm going to make five million off the ad revenue, you know, from these ads during the the video, you know?
1: Yeah. Like he's got to keep spending the money to keep making Making the videos. Yeah. That's like David Dobrik too. Like he he does kind of a similar thing. And I'm he, giving he's, away
0: ten grand tonight. So if anybody's listening I on am? my Instagram, I'm giving away ten <laughs> grand. Yep. <laughs> but um, I don't
1: pianos. Know.
0: Ten grand pianos.
2: I, I Mr. Beast, uh I don't remember where I saw it, but he talked a little bit about um how when he wants to give away a bunch of cars that his accountants like I think he's nuts because when he gives his friends a car, he makes sure he pays the tax because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to give somebody a car and then saddle them with like a five thousand dollar tax bill, you know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. almost worse, you know, because then yeah. they have this car that they can't afford to pay the tax on, and it's like mm. it sucks. Mm. But yeah. he, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think there's, there's got
0: to be, um, yeah, they got to have somebody. There's got to be like, some way. Yeah, he said in one video where
2: he said in one video where like his goal from the beginning was to build up a channel that he could get his sponsors he's he could get the advertisers to pay for everything and and never he's like i don't want any of the money like any money i get from ads i'm just gonna give it away and it'll grow from that and i mean it's you know unless it's i don't be, i don't have any reason to think that it's not all 100 real but like the, the amount of like the lives that he changes in all his videos uh-huh. like the people he gives like forty thousand dollars to their parents because like i watched a video where they took all of the furniture out of one of his guy's parents house. Like he made it seem like the house got robbed and they stole all the furniture and then they gave the dad a hundred thousand dollars to like redo the house. Wow. You know, and it was like for the shock of like, oh, well, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we, we made it look like the house got broken into and they stole all our furniture and oh, here's a duffel bag with a hundred thousand dollars in it. You know, like that hundred thousand dollars could change that guy's life. You know, like who gives a shit about the furniture, but, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's not that it's not that foreign of a model and it's proven to work. So if you have the means to do that even on a small scale, it's it's right there. It's laid out right in front of you. Like if you decided tomorrow, Derek, that you were going to stop making stuff and you were just going to you were going to pull 10 grand out of your retirement fund and and basically bet it on your social media, you mm-hmm. probably could win on that bet. You know, Mm. like the odds probably aren't that bad. If you walked around Malden and gave away $10,000 and you had the right people help you with the social media push of it, the return on it would probably get you back that 10 grand pretty fast.
0: Yeah. He's got over, uh, he's got 7.7 billion views, 50 million subscribers. It's funny because I was, um, whining to somebody last night on the phone. I won't say who, but, uh, in california but it was just saying like there's was a couple people i'm friends with online and we all had like similar sized channels at the beginning of this year and they're all over like 10,000 ones like fifteen thousand, and i'm like you know i of course i feel sorry for myself i'm like i just can't grow i just can't do this but then like i look at it and like you know they're posting every day they're doing this like they're doing so much more work than i am and, you know i mean who knows maybe they sit there and they say oh he's got this or he you know the grass is always greener type thing but it is it's it's a it's a lot of work you know and and sometimes i feel like you know that's like a not cheating to to get that you know like i even feel funny like doing a giveaway which i was actually supposed to do a giveaway i forgot about <laughs> i don't know spray paint shakers i was supposed to give away but um yeah i often wonder that you know but You know, like somebody was just saying, like, you could grow, there are ways that you could grow your channel quick, but I do like the personal connection I have with a lot of the people that um, follow me. I met a guy uh, last night, he actually bought that mirror I made, and um, it's funny, he's been following me for a long time, and um, we've talked a couple times, and come to find out, I work with the guy, never knew Hmm. I worked with him, he works with the same company, he doesn't work at my location. And it's funny, I have a brother who lives out in the western part of the state. He found me through my brother. He's um, friends online with my brother through Facebook or something like that. My brother had reposted something of mine. But I just thought it was funny that somebody I work with, you know, bought something that I made and it just, you know, but it just, it, it's nice because it's like, you know, I feel like I have, like, you know, if you, like somebody was telling me they that they had, like, over 100,000 followers on Instagram and they said, you know, they're all, like, just, like, phony follows. They're just, like, following them to get, um, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, uh, like, uh, you know, a free set of plans or something like that. There's really no, um, you know, connection to them. They really don't care. So, you know, I guess it's – you got to be careful what you wish for sometimes, you know.
1: Yeah, I found that giveaways – at least a couple I've done don't really do anything. They kind of do yeah. like people literally. It's so crazy. People literally get mad that they didn't win. I'm like, what do you yeah. have your mind? Yeah. It's yeah. like there's 100 or 200 of you. And yeah, so one person is going to win.
2: Well, it's yeah. good odds. I mean, giveaways are great odds. It's like if Let's, you think about it, if you think about yeah. the
1: odds to win something in
2: like the world. You know, yeah. like the odds to win something, especially because a lot of giveaways are done by people that don't have a lot of followers, so they want to gain them. Yeah, so find somebody yeah. with like a thousand followers that's giving away something
0: good. Well, chances are you you could win. Well, it's funny because I think it, uh, David Petruzzo, when he first started his Patreon, he used to give away everything he made or something like that. Mm-hmm. I forget, but I knew somebody that was like one of his original patrons, and they won like five things from him because there was oh, only wow. like. Yeah, there's only like two hundred people that were following him on Patreon, and it was just small things he had made, like you know, whatever, like uh, like I don't know what the hell it was, but I know they want a couple things from him, you know, like one was uh, one of those uh, gripper things, and you know, stuff like that. But it's just funny because he didn't have many followers, you know.
1: But
2: I've thought about um, I've thought about doing. I've thought about giving away tools because, like, I come across so much stuff, and I've been really like lucky to have a lot of opportunity to get a lot of great stuff. And I really do want to help people get their hands on tools. The problem is, it's just like the the stuff that people would want is is not like stuff that I could even
0: just throw in a box from
2: Amazon. And like, I would, I would, I wouldn't like even so much care if there was the right uh, equation around it. To like just order something for someone and have it shipped to them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's what um there was a YouTuber. I'm not even going to mention his name because he totally went off the rails. But there was a YouTuber who used to do that. He would do, he would have his Patreon patrons suggest a tool for him to review. And then one of his patrons would win the tool every month. That was the deal. Mm-hmm. So if you were a patron... Everyone would suggest a tool. He would buy a tool. He would try it out, no matter how much it cost. And then, if the tool was too expensive to ship, he would just buy another one and have it shipped to that person that won it. You know, and it was a really good equation because the patrons were paying monthly for the opportunity to win valuable tools. Because it wasn't like mm-hmm. oh a wrench. It was like he would test like a two thousand dollar plasma cutter, or he tested oh, wow. a, a seven hundred dollar mag drill. He was a metal worker. So like Mm -hmm. you had an opportunity for a dollar a month to win some really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And the idea it's so inexpensive for like a company like Amazon or Home Depot or Grizzly to ship. It doesn't even make sense for you to repack and ship it. But cause I've thought about a way to like try to give back a little bit to the community when I get so lucky with all these tools to give the stuff away. But it's just like, it's almost like I'd rather sell it and give somebody the money and tell them to, you know, like if I get a lathe for free, and somebody wants it for them to get it is damn near impossible. You know, like I'd be better off selling the lathe and wiring them 500 bucks and saying, here, go buy a lathe in your neighborhood.
0: I've shipped a couple of things to small things to people, like people that have mentioned, like I wanted to get rid of, Mm -hmm. I just sent somebody something. Um, I don't want to say what it was because the company gave it to me to use, but I wasn't going to use it. So I sent it to this person because they had actually given me something, but, um, but yeah, no, that is nice to do. You know, it's it's funny. The guy that bought the mirror, he asked me if I had a Patreon account because he wanted to start supporting me. Yeah, and I says no. I says when I get ten thousand followers on either Instagram or YouTube, I think I'll start one. I'm not gonna start one yet, and uh, you know maybe people would be nice enough to donate some money or something. Because I figure if I hit ten thousand, it would be like probably five years from now. But um. You know, I just was flattered that he had said something, though. You know, it was nice, you know. Yeah.
2: I
1: have a Patreon. I have five patrons. Paul, how many do you have? I think I made one, and I don't think I have any. I don't even know. I don't even – I've never really even advertised it. You might
0: have a million dollars on your Patreon account. You go on it, $9 million. Some people get a ton. Like that guy, ClickSpring, supposedly, he was getting a ton at one point. You know, just putting all this content on, you know, me,
2: but... AVE. Everyone knows yeah. AVE, yeah, yeah. That's AVE. what I thought you were AVE, talking about. Before. So,
1: he that's what I thought you were talking about, too.
2: No, no, I was talking about somebody else. Um, he so he took down his subscriber count on YouTube because I don't think a lot of people to know, but he's got uh-huh. over a million subscribers. And at a time, he had he you can't see how many patrons he has on Patreon anymore, he he somehow got it removed. Mm
1: -hmm, But mm -hmm. he had
2: like 12 or 13,000 patrons Mm -hmm. and his lowest tier of patron was $2. So he was getting like $20,000 a month from Patreon alone. Mm. And with his million subs and his, you know, his average view on his videos, he gets a couple hundred thousand views on a video. Mm
0: -hmm. He
2: had to be making, I don't know. He never does ads, but Mm -hmm. he had to be making, I don't know close to 30,000 a month between the channels, you know, between the Patreon and the, uh, and the YouTube. And I think that's part of the reason why he got rid of all his, his uh, metrics, metrics, because I think that he doesn't want people to, you know, kind of hold it against him. He's got 290 million views on his channel. Wow. Um, But yeah, it's, it's crazy. I think it was Eric from hand tool rescue, Told me at one point, like somebody wrote an article about Patreon and they mentioned him because he had one of the biggest Patreons at the time. Like he had one of the largest ones and he's just, you know, like a a builder. But wow. Yeah. I don't know. Patreon's an interesting thing. You know, you look at somebody like this old Tony who, you know, also he doesn't do sponsored videos. He makes videos like once a month ish. Got, you know, 2,300 patrons and, you know, even at a dollar a month, you know, he's got, it's an extra twenty three hundred dollars a month that he's getting. Um, which shoot, everybody could use an extra twenty three hundred bucks a month. Yeah. I wonder how much uh, stuff made here has, stuff made here. Oh, he only has seven hundred patrons. I was he just has- – a million and a half subs.
0: <laughs> I was just looking at my my YouTube. My my birdhouse video it has four hundred
2: ninety nine thousand. Oh uh, my god!
0: We're almost at five. Almost there. 000. We're almost there. Over four thousand uh, subscribers, though. Appreciate every one of them.
2: You know what? I have to. I have to recant what I said about stuff made here. Stuff made here has seven hundred patrons, but his lowest amount is five dollars. So he's getting wow. at least thirty five hundred a month. But he probably spent about twenty thousand dollars making videos in the last month, so I I, uh, mm. I think he he can he deserves whatever he can get. I don't know. It's it's such a strange time, uh, such a strange time on the internet. You know where where yeah. you can find sources of income. You it's know, crazy. Um, you've got you know guys giving away money, and then you've got guys trying to teach you how to make money. And I think everyone's full of shit.
1: I love the guys teaching you how to make money. It's the greatest oh my thing God. ever. Uh, God. I like old Italian ladies teaching me how to cook because I found right. a new. I found a new. My new favorite TikTok is Was it Grandma this, Pasta.
2: Pasta? No, grandma? no, no,
1: no, no. Nonna Pia.
2: Nonna Pia. She, she
1: lives typical, typical Italian style. Lives in the basement. cook or well, cooks in the basement. You know where, where they oh, have the kitchen in the basement. She's the greatest thing ever. I think her grandson makes these TikTok videos of her. She's the. She's like straight from Italy. She's fantastic.
2: Where is she based out
1: of? Got to be New Jersey, I think. Her really? I no, think New I, Jersey.
2: I had a friend whose grandma was hyster- this kid was hysterical. He was uh, I worked with him. His name was Matt and uh, he lived in Queens and he had that. He had the old grandma she wore the nightgown and the slippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he That's used to make are. like Facebook videos of her and he he was like very into acting. He was like very theatrical. And he would get her to like kind of play along in these little skits. And I remember when I saw the first one, I was like, dude, if you knew how to like market this right, this could be like a whole thing. If TikTok existed like seven years ago when this kid would make these videos, I don't know if she's still alive. It would be hysterical if this is who you're talking about. But (laughs) that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, here she is. She's making a pot of sauce. Oh, (laughs) Oh, my grandma. There there you go. My grandma. No, no, she's
2: the greatest. Oh my God, she has a million followers. Yeah, no, dude,
1: she's legit.
2: A million.
1: She's legit. I love her.
2: Oh, wow. You've been following her, uh, following her recipes?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. She's just like my grandmother. She makes the same stuff.
0: That's great. What is it on TikTok? Yeah, she's She's on Instagram
1: too. She's frying the meatballs.
0: No, 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 underscore
2: underscore.
1: I get the best meatballs. Good for her. Good
0: for her. Um, Yeah. What do you put?
1: How do you make your meatballs? How do you cook them? Oh, you got to fry them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. I thought, you people always baked baked them. Okay. Okay.
0: Double that recipe. Yeah. You might as well go to Olive Garden. Yeah. Bake them. Who the hell bakes meatballs?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Derek, what have you been watching lately?
0: Uh, You know what? i've been watching i gotta find him because i forgot the name of his um thing he's like one of those um guys he's in another country let me see let me go my history here because uh i just watched one of his videos i tell you i watched last night um this isn't my pick but i watched um smarter every day mm-hmm. he did the oh, yeah. uh, about the cooking on the submarine Man, that shit's just crazy. That's crazy. It's just
1: uh you have that guys, job.
0: I tell you, they are just, yeah, they're just like, I—I I, I get anxiety watching the frigging thing. Did you watch the video, Paul? They—I watched the um, first
1: one from like a month or two ago.
0: Yeah, dude, you should see the kitchen. Right? They're like in yeah. this tiny little thing, and he's like, "How big's the kitchen?" The kid's like, "This is the kitchen." He's like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, you wash everything. The kid's literally cooking in, on a fryer later. Turns around, and there's a sink right behind him. <laughs> it's like, ju- dude, the the freezer, it just, but I tell you, they got steaks on there. They got everything. They got everything. I mean, I
1: hope they got to give those poor yeah, guys something. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But the guy that I've been watching is, meanwhile, in the garage. Oh, I've seen that. On Instagram or on YouTube? No, on YouTube. Is this is a, a
1: foreign guy? guy? Yeah, he sounds um, like you know front. broken yeah. English.
0: Yeah, he yes, he does a Meanwhile, lot, of, lot in the garage. In the garage. Yeah, <laughs> does a, does a lot of hand gestures, you know, a lot of stuff doesn't translate well, you know. But um I've seen yeah, he stuff. has a
2: he has a, a really popular video the the roller bender he made out of the old transmission. Or whatever. Yeah. It's like out of an old like motor gear. It's awesome. Yeah. Is this yeah. Eastern
1: European? That sounds like Eastern oh, yeah. European. Yeah. yeah, this, is yeah. I I I think style this guy is next
2: to the dude on uh, next to the dude from uh, Make It Making Make It Extreme on Cyprus over there.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Meanwhile in the garage, yeah, he does. I wonder what his uh, like most popular video is. Probably that one.
2: He's got a bunch over a million. I mean, he made a really yeah. nice belt grinder. A nice yeah, he, two yeah, by seventy two style grind, not a two by seventy two, but yeah. I like is, that his his cover image is him grinding something with no safety glasses on, but he's squinting like everyone has done.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, what, yeah, like Fred, oh that's yeah. what Fred does. Safety squints. Yeah.
1: Every time I work with Fred, I'm like, Fred, can you please put some safety goggles on, or even or just some earplugs? Like, it's just I don't know. He just won't do it.
2: I just yeah. did that job with Macklin, and we were using the framing gun. Mm-hmm. and uh, the impact gun in like in a loading dock in a brick building in brooklyn it was like being in like a percussion cave and i got yeah. earplugs in and i had glasses on and i'm like yo do you want a pair of earmuffs or do you want a pair of glasses it's like nah i'm like dude it's just like it's not even comfortable
1: you yeah know? yeah like, i want to do that
2: like, yeah great <laughs> meanwhile you know we're, we're shooting we're shooting the nail gun nails and uh we are like flying through framing this thing and he's shooting with a coil nailer. And Derek, you ever shoot with a coil framing gun?
0: No, no. So was they're, like, they're
2: heavy as shit, but they fly. And, uh, mm-hmm. he's going and going and going. And all of a sudden I hear, feel this sting in my thigh. And oh, he, and he he shot I right through the side. It went right oh. into my thigh. It didn't break the skin. Off. Oh, 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 I was yeah. like, that would have been a bad
1: framing frame. nail. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, my God. Three
2: and a quarter inch. Number 10.
1: Oh my god!
0: I'm guilty of. I'm pretty good with my safety stuff. I am guilty with hearing things. I don't use hearing protection. You got to
1: put your ISO tunes in.
0: But that's what I was saying. I have been using my ISO tunes lately, and I'm I'm glad I got them because I never. I don't know what it is. And like when I have the CNC going, like I mean the frigging thing's loud. But I just don't think of it. I think part of it is because half the time I'm listening for the dogs if they got to go out, if my wife needs me or, you know, if the phone's ringing or something, you know, but I have been trying to get better because as I get older, I want to save. My yeah, hair.
2: you got to. My hearing yeah. so bad in my right ear that I am trying to save whatever I have left because once, mm. once you lose the range, that's it. It's it yeah.
0: Yeah. It's gone, it's I mean, gone. I got lucky. Like I said, at that time I get that piece of metal in my eye, mm. you know, Jimmy's so lucky I didn't sue his ass, but, um, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? There's all still that time. Money? You know? The shit I could have got from that guy. I think that's why he gives me stuff. He's just scared I'm going to sue him. Still, but um, no, there's like everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was just so lucky. Like I, you know, I didn't think much of it at the time. But after, even my eye doctor when I just had my eyes checked recently, and she could see it, and she's like, "Wow, that's a really bad scar on your eyeball." Yeah, I think she was just impressed. Chicks love scars. Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah, that's right. Nah, man, know, I don't like, know Eyeball.
0: Yeah. You see uh, what happened to
2: Ben Ueda uh yeah. with his eye? No, yeah.
0: I didn't see it. Jimmy had told me.
2: I didn't I mean I just saw him with the eye patch, but I told, yeah. spoke to him on the phone last week and he told me about it. I was like, How's your how's your eye, dude? He was drilling, he was underneath something and like a long kind of coil came out um. and landed on his cheek. Or something, or landed in his eye, and instinctually uh, he blinked, and it cut, it cut his eye. Oh shit! And uh, but it was like a big piece, you know. It was like a long yeah. sliver. It wasn't like a all tiny right. like rust ring. My eyes yeah. are he's right like, now. He's like, he's like, dude, I'm just gonna wear the face shield all the time now. He's like, I'm not mm. even gonna mess around with uh, with wearing just the glasses because I wear the glass. I'm really good about wearing the clear glasses. Mm. But so much shit gets gets on you. Oh under, yeah. You know, I, I no. Paul, do you wear clears
1: underneath
0: your welding hood?
1: You sometimes, yeah,
0: because I I always do. I get so and much got, shit yeah. when I'm welding. I get so much shit under my hood. It's. Oh, you see all this barks
1: the sparks come top. in from the top. Dude,
0: with my beard, I can smell it. It just yeah. shoots over.
1: Yeah do you, you my do you put beard. a piece of leather on your hood? I've
0: yeah, that's I tell you, that's the best thing that leather. I got it from uh Lincoln, they sent it to me. They won't send you one, Paul, but
1: <laughs> you should get one. Well, <laughs> nah, I got, at least at least they got good welders. Hey oh, At least oh, my welders, geez, oh, at least wait my welders work. Wait that a second. Connection, bad connection.
0: Hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on. This on. connection just got weird. Yeah. But um no, yeah, I, I like it because you don't out. have to when you're tig welding, you don't have to have the coat buttoned up all the way. But it's so it comes because it comes down, but it is like kind of um hot like you know you like when you're getting when it's warm out because just like no air goes up underneath it but i like it plus it looks cool chicks dig it well my wife does but
2: i got i got i finally like am a little little more uh a little more consistent with wearing a hat when I'm welding, because I got so sick of feeling. The top of my you, gotta head get welding,
1: you gotta get welding caps. I, yeah, I, I got one. I have, I have a million one. of them. You gotta I, get the good ones, though. I have a couple. I have, and
2: like sometimes if I'm welding. I have a couple I of I,
1: nah, I got I, black stallion ones. I have. I have Good. a
2: couple of like that I'll wear if I know I'm going to be welding for a long time. But when I'm like running, like kind of all around the shop, I turn my hat around. But when you got the hat backwards, the glasses on, the met the and the hood on, it's like there's so much shit around your temples. It's yeah, like so yeah, uncomfortable, yeah, it's so annoying. I, I-, I want to put like a a hood just on my headgear of my welding hood, like just well, make like a yeah. little leather cap for the actual headgear of my welding hood, so that I don't have to wear a, a hat. Well,
0: all I did was in one of my Instagram posts I seen my bald head and that was enough <laughs> for me to make sure I wore a cap every time you I wore. Gotta,
1: you got to you got to have so something on your head. You look like a, a noob if you got yeah. if you don't have anything on like you don't have a welding cap yeah. on it. if your hair is sticking out.
0: Yeah. Dude, i dirty too, Paul so it looks cool like it looks. Uh, like there you like it. Which kind off, do you have? What is that? It's just a you know, it's just a cool little one, Welded yeah, 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 yeah. You know, really big Yama
2: cap.
1: Dude, when I was <laughs> when I was welding
2: up the uh the the striking anvil and I was using the flux core the 45 flux core, and I was like welding back and forth whatever, and I had a hat on the whole time. But then there's one clip in the video where I bend over and I'm welding without it, and my hair looks like, and I have this like big like thin spot in the top of my head. I'm like, oh, I can't. That can never be seen again. That's uh-huh. gotta be
0: yeah. vanished for life. I I did the um like the the pixelated it. <laughs> did you really no no i should have i should have I, I just ignored it i'm like been... i'm married what do i care so us yeah what are you gonna do
1: we need to get a hair transplant or something yeah yeah
2: that's like uh when they tell jimmy when he's on tv that he's not allowed to wear a hat he's like i'm wearing the hat
1: you're yeah not right. you're not
0: from wearing that
2: that's what I said on my show. They were like, oh, what's your wardrobe going to be? They're like, you can wear a hat if you absolutely have to. I was like, yeah, I weld a lot. I have to wear the hat yeah. a little bit. So <laughs> that's my wardrobe. I got my hat on the whole time. It literally is sewn into my skull. My boss said something to me the other day because we do a video call every day. and He's like, you know, eventually you're going to have to take the hat off. I was like, no, it's never. I wear it to meetings. I don't give a shit. It's that's like my why I
0: I bought like the scout, well, the, whatever you guys call it, the paper boy hat there, the flat top cap and the welding um, cap. And, mm-hmm. and No, just because when I go out, I always have to wear a hat because I'm just bald. I can't go out without a hat. Oh my God. It's horrible. Yeah. Wear a hat. Have you ever seen me without a hat on? Like, uh, Yeah. I don't want it to sound weird, but we've slept together. So, oh, that's yeah. true. When <laughs> I We share, share a room with somebody. You know, That's you can see him getting in and out of bed. Yeah. I, I looked at you while you were asleep. But... Yeah.
1: Like, my god, my hats. Harry's got my hats. <laughs> get sterilized after. They, no, they, they don't. don't. Do they go in the of dishwasher? No, they go. No, they go in, no, we got this new washer oh and dryer. God. Oh my god! Oh, it's a Samsung.
0: I shared that picture with my daughter and my son. <laughs> right? That you sent me. Yeah, she goes. She goes, "What's that from the dentist office?" <laughs> I go, "Wait, Paul, Derek, say I what go, the picture was. Say
1: what the I picture was. Hold on, I sent I two go. pictures. One I was of a twisted, a, a, a bent, deformed toothbrush from the heat of the dishwasher, and the next one was a stack of toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah. Was
0: that was that through Instagram? Or was yeah, it was, it was through Instagram. Instagram. Oh. Dude, it was so funny. It's like a perfect bin with like it looks like you know when you go to the dentist and they get the tools that just came out of the autoclave or Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
1: what we should we have get. That's, that's, what we should get. That. Yeah. that's so funny. Yeah, but back to hats, we got this we got this washing machine where there's a main, you know, washer and dryer, but then on the top, there's these little mini ones with flip up like doors. And uh. so that's the hat washer the Corona, you know, the, to get the Corona off the hats. Cause that's, you know, a lot, oh. there's a lot of Corona on my hat. And I try to tell my mom, I'm like, listen, mom, like the clothes, there's a whole procedure, keys and wallet out in the garage. Those don't even come in the house. I get yelled at every day for bringing my keys and wallet into the house. Then the work clothes go in a separate bin. I'm like, mom, you realize if there's Corona on these clothes, I have Corona already.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't
1: care. Like, you know,
0: she put Paul in the dishwasher.
1: I was
2: gonna say, does she do you have like a like an eye, you know the eye wash stations where they have the levers? Yeah, the yeah, air? yeah. I'm surprised you don't have to I'm surprised you don't have to just <laughs> wash yourself. I wish I could, I wish we could people could, you know, maybe I'll post yeah. that on the Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, good. Oh,
2: that's
1: so <laughs> funny. There's two my mom. Now those fat. your toothbrushes. Yeah, 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 of course. So
0: that's one. Oh yeah, because they're touching. So that's one, two, three. Four, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven toothbrushes.
1: Unbelievable! Dude, this pa- Paul, Hold I, on. I, honestly, people must think that, like there's a serious problem going on. No, there's no serious. Dude, there's a sign. No, it's funny. What's the I have so much thing? material on my mother. You have no idea.
0: Ha! There, I, I wish I could see the note on the toothpicks. I just dude. see "use I'm good, you" and it's like XO. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: She puts notes on everything. Those are the flossers. She, yeah. Dude, she said you the flossers. She counted
0: them. There's 118 of these. This was a package of 125. Yeah, no. It's you weird. haven't been using them. It's crazy. There's uh. a
1: sign that I had to make for her. She ordered a sign off the internet, and I had to make her a metal stand for the, for the driveway. She does not let UPS or the mailman pull in a certain section of the driveway because that's where the dog goes out. And she doesn't want the dog to track in COVID off the tires of the car. Wow. So, dude, there's a sign in the driveway, in the middle of the driveway, that says, please – it says, please drop packages off at the garage. Please, please we COVID here. the sign is really an obstacle, so they can't pull around – the loop yeah. of the driveway, and one time, one of my friends backed over the sign and smashed up the sign, and literally <laughs> never told us. And my mom comes, like she calls me after I left for work. She's like, "Did you run over my sign?" I'm like, "No, I don't, I don't think so." I'm like, "No, I couldn't have." And she's like, "Are you are you kidding me?" And then we found out it was my friend, and he didn't even. He just put it back up like nothing ever happened. The sign was all smashed up. <laughs> uh, it's just crazy, I, I built a loading dock for um the dog the other day, <laughs> so the dog could get in. Dude, everything revolves around the animals. Yeah, like there's a step, you know, like you know, coming out of the out of the house into the garage. There's like a yeah. little porch with like two yeah. steps. Yeah, we built. Me and Fred had to build a another step up so the dog could step up into the back of her car. You know, level, go right from the yeah. house. Right into the back of the car.
0: Yeah, but I I just had to put stair treads on my other stairs so the dog will go down without barking.
1: Oh yeah, just
0: stand there and bark until you say, "Okay, come <laughs> down the stairs," because she doesn't like the wood under her feet. <sighs> oh
1: yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you just guys crazy. You guys, what are you, so- do?
2: you guys have something going on over there. We just just like nothing's even going on. We just walk in and yeah.
1: Dude, I think that- there
2: was one time that I asked Angela when she got home from the hospital like, "Hey, you should, you know, take off your scrubs before you like really get in the house." And then, and then. she's
0: like, "You pervert. Yeah. yeah.
1: I um <laughs> Sicko. I'll, I'll come in and wash my hands and she'll be upstairs and she'll I'll, I'll hear her yell that water wasn't on long enough. She's uh, <laughs> she's listening. She's listening that whole lot <laughs> She has boiling water. Wa-
0: she has boiling water on the stove. You just dip your hands yeah, in the boiling like, water for five she'd, seconds.
1: She like that. I mean, how
0: come she's so afraid of it? Like, would she like? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, have always but.
1: been you know afraid of germs. And then all that had to happen to me was was coronavirus. I mean, that's all that had to happen.
0: She, See, I've always been a germaphobe, but like that's why I feel like I'm I'm kind of immune to it because I'm already was like protected, like washing my hands and sanitizer, and you know not touching anything and all that stuff. So, you know, I don't yeah. know, I didn't top it. But they say that's what they say: middle-aged suburban women are most afraid of it. Yeah. I think yeah. I the other yeah day probably because here.
1: they're the smartest. It really is. I mean, if you're old if you're like, you know, above a certain age, it can, it can be really yeah. bad. Like it really oh, can't yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm like and, and you yeah. know, like I you know, you want to be able to hang out with like my grandma too. I want to be able to like see her. I want to make sure I don't have it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just I don't know.
0: Like I said it's not it's not it's not a big deal until it affects you. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean? Like, like I said, like was it? It was like a week and a half ago now. The like, kid I work with was with somebody that had it. And I was just terrified because I was like with the kid, and it's like, you know. But you know, everything turned out fine. He never got it. The person that thought they had it now thinks they didn't have it. But it's like because they had no symptoms and everything. But it's just you know, like you said, it's not scary until it gets close. <laughs> you know, then it's like, oh shit. Yeah. But uh, just crazy.
2: No. Well, uh, we'll see. Well, all, we we all gonna get together soon, and then we'll all have so yeah yeah, when uh when when mr james gets back from uh his vacation over there
0: we all got to
2: uh we all got to get together i'm actually going down to uh to matt harris's place the blacksmith oh because you bought uh, that thing right i bought the gantry crane and then i bought the Hosfeld bender from chris cash and uh chris is gonna meet me over there but he had an open house at his shop i don't know if you guys saw that Uh -uh. um but his shop is gorgeous it's this like oh uh, oh, nice it's like this beautiful um board and batten uh like barn building and he's got like five power hammers in it it's just like a beautiful like amazing blacksmith shop and the work he does he looks like such a young guy for someone who seems to have such a like uh uh like an unending portfolio of, of big work, you know, like he seems like someone who'd be at the beginning of his career versus someone who's definitely like a well known and, and uh, very well established blacksmith. But, uh, yeah, no, I've never met Matt in person, but I'm excited to go and meet him. But I was thinking how we, uh, we all got to get together when I get to see Chris, I was like, uh, Matt might come with me down to Matt Harris's when I go Matt, uh, my friend, Matt, who just got in the motorcycle crash, but, um, uh, which is doing fine by the way, Matt is alive and he'll, he'll be fine. But yeah, maybe uh, Paul. Maybe when I go down there, you can come with me. Oh, that'd be cool. And Derek's got to take a trip down here soon too, actually. Uh-huh. So maybe we we'll all gotta, convene we, on my shop. We
1: mm-hmm. got to take a pit stop by my my shop too. Oh yeah, I know.
2: Derek's never been there.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, get to be by Peppies. Yeah. yeah. No, we could do
2: that. Ooh, that would actually. Maybe we should do that. Maybe I should come up meet you guys. Yeah, come up. And then we'll come down to my place, and uh, I promise it'll be clean enough that Paul won't won't make fun of me the whole time. <laughs> I'll have to start cleaning now. He'll
0: still make fun of it. Honestly, me. Don't worry. it looks Don't pretty worry.
2: good right now. I got yeah. Yeah. to mm. say, I got rid of the, I got no small, I got one grizzly milling machine, yeah. which is good to have for small stuff, but I got two nice milling machines now. I got mm. uh, a plasma good. table, all the good shit. But, mm. all right. That well, the only, the, the only thing we're missing is what I've been watching, and I have been watching some, um, Metal shaping videos just to kind of like, I don't know, run my brain around. Um, and uh, the one that the one video that I watched, I watched a couple of this guy's uh, Ron Covell's videos. And oh I'm my pretty god, sure he's like a very well known metal you know, shaper, dustpan.
0: yeah, yeah, he, yeah,
2: yeah, the yeah. dustpan one,
0: yeah, the dustpan yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been and, watching him forever.
2: I think Matt might've actually taken a, Matt.
0: Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of classes. And stuff. Yeah. Matt took a class with
2: a guy and it might've been this guy. And I watched a couple of his videos, like making a motorcycle gas tank and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and you know, he makes it really approachable and it's just, it's such a, it's just such an interesting process to me, like forming metal, uh, wow. and making shapes. I just feel like it's, you know, it's it's such an like it's so out of the wheelhouse of like especially what we normally do the three of us, you know, like you know, Paul, you've done the blacksmithing stuff, but I feel like as 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 artistic as blacksmithing is, you kind of know where the metal's going to go. At yeah, this the point, metal's
1: real weird. It's crazy. Like, the way these it guys, blows it blows my mind the way it works. And it's also yeah. like I know this is kind of like a stupid question, but it's like and I should know this, but like how does the metal not get like worn out? I know it That's, goes yeah. through that. so much, especially cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you can never. I, I I don't know. It's amazing shrinking it, stretching it, bending it. It's, yeah. it's
0: I don't it's, understand. I'd love to do it. Like, yeah, like, the, the shrinking of things. Really oh, really? Like well, those. now that I
2: have the 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 whole kit here, I got the the sandbag, the planishing hammer, and the English wheel. We'll have to uh, have Matt come and yeah. teach a class. Yeah, because yeah. Matt knows a lot about it. Matt has a. Uh, Matt has a really beautiful. He made like a, a Yoder style power hammer, you know, like a tiny little power hammer for yeah, body yeah. panels. That's and he cool. hasn't. He he just finished it. He hasn't. I think he might need to do a couple of more adjustments to it. But I've got to send you guys some photos of it. And when it's done, I want to do a video on it for my channel, just because it's he did such a nice job on it, and I want to like use it and just like show it off, you know. I um, still have
0: that sheet metal pieces we uh, started. Yeah, now I have all
2: now I have Jimmy's English wheel, so (laughs)
0: uh,
2: but yeah,
0: I think that guy was on. Remember that show American Hot Rod, the guy Mm -hmm. Boyd Connington? There, he died, I guess, but uh, I think that guy Ron Covington was on that. Like, I think on one of the episodes he was on there, like, he did some work for him or something because he's like a a legendary hot rod guy, yeah, like legit.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, and his videos are really well produced and, and everything's. Yeah, it's you know, weird. So like, easy like, to follow. They do
0: them like himself or something because they're weird. Like, they're so well done. And it's like, I've always wondered that. Like, does he do them himself? Because they're like very, like you said, they're very approachable and everything. It's just so cool. I was like, I I commented on that video. I says, all my years of watching videos, I've never thought I'd want to make a dustpan, but all of a sudden I do. You <laughs> know, a it dustpan, it's just so cool. Like, how he did it, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a. That's like a relatively new video. Um, yeah, and, um, yeah. He's Let's making the second part.
0: part yeah, he didn't. He released a different video of making a door panel or something. He hasn't mm-hmm. done part two of that yet.
2: Yeah, no, that'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that about does it for this week's episode. I think. Um, so we are going to release this. This episode is going to come out on a Friday. So next week we'll be back to our regularly scheduled episodes and follow us on instagram at the handmade uh no at handmade podcast i always forget the instagram why don't i know you guys both have the login so i
1: logged in once
2: all right it's at handmade podcast at paul pinto jr at derek from Alden, at make everything shop thank you guys for listening and we oh and one more shameless plug for the makery network Listen to Tyler Bell's episode on the Full Blast podcast. Follow Tyler. Um, he was going to be my pick of the week, but I've already mentioned him like 10,000 times. But Tyler Bell, we love you, buddy. You had a bright future ahead of you, and uh, it was great to hear about his background on Jeff's podcast. So everybody should listen to that, and we'll see you next week.
0: Hot diggity. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs>
0: If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network.
1: Sick of being upsold at gyms?